0: Welcome to Wake TV. So today, Sue and I discuss about why em- embracing diversity is important and what this embracing diversity mean in spiritual level. Enjoy! welcome to wake tv so today Sue and i gonna talk about what does embracing diversity means so you know it's not just about the culture or race you know we have a lot of differences we are experiencing right now even among family members because we are all different people like we have a different souls we have a different way of thinking you know so just because you are the family member, you're not gonna exactly think the same way. Or you know, just because you're in love with your partner doesn't necessarily mean you think exactly the same way. And Sue and I have noticed um, there are a lot of divisions occurring, you know, nowadays. And then we wanna talk about how we can, you know, assist you, give you guys a tips, you know, our experiences, stuff like that for today so my personal you know point of view is it's very important for us to embrace differences i know this because coming from japan they don't like you know different things you have to all be the same you know and i didn't like that there's no diversity there and you know u.s started to being more like a Japan, that's what I'm feeling. There is no appreciation for diversity, and then people are getting very sensitive about expressing your different opinions or being different. I mean, mix being who you are as a different person, having different opinions, having different anything, it can be any differences, is what makes US the best country in the world. And then that's the attraction factor for a lot of people, that's including Japanese people, want to immigrate here legally because this is a country of, of freedom. They don't tell you to conform in one way, like Japan. You know? So yeah. I wanted to you guys to think this first and then let's get into the topic. So so can you you know share with your own experience
1: about this yeah well honestly i i i don't know if i can say that america is the best place in the world to live because i've never lived anywhere else so you know <laughs> i have to i have to qualify you know my opinion but i think what you're saying is that one of the things we love about america is what it was born with which is um the ability to choose who we are going to be the freedom to Mm -hmm. to create what we wish to create and what we call what we used to call the melting pot my interpretation of the melting pot of the united states was that because all of these different diverse people came to this country looking for freedom and a better way of life that each culture and each um opinion and mindset brought about uh diversity and and so it it allowed americans to create in a broader way because it isn't linear thinking it's it's opinions and uh creationship from all different points of view and i think that's what we love about america mm-hmm. and so you know if we look at what's happening now and how people are falling out all over the place because of different opinions i want to hit the core what i believe is the core issue of that and mm-hmm. if you don't mind and what i think it is is we have become a society of mistrust and Argument, but the core issue is we want to be right. We, we want to be correct. Okay. And I think if we can detach from that a little bit and just go back to listening to one another, being able to hear opinions that are different than our own and say, okay, you know what, I love this person or I really like this person and I, I enjoy spending time with them this is their opinion about it, and this is what drives their behavior, then I'm understanding that person. I don't have to fight about it. I don't have to say, my point is right because of this, or this study, or this doctor, or this whatever, this politician. It's not important. What's really important is the interaction that we have with our personal relationships. And if we can meet each other and say, we start with, we can agree to disagree and that's okay. Now I want to hear what you have to say.
0: Yeah, and that's emotional, emotional maturity. Like you are emotionally mature enough to accept different person's opinion that you're not going to get emotional about it, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. And, you know, let's stop with the name calling. Can we please? I mean gosh love doesn't do that mm-hmm. love doesn't make you know if i love you and i have a disagreement with you which i do by the way i do love you erica
0: yeah. We love um, it, <laughs> mm-hmm. well we have, we have a different opinion on many things you know?
1: yeah we do but you know if i'm saying to you well erica that's stupid what you just said i mean <laughs> I'm trying to put you below me and I never see you that way. I don't see anybody in my life or even in the world that way. I mean, the man on the street who's homeless, I don't see that way because whatever circumstances led that man to be where he is and what he's going through, it's his journey, right? But, you know, so getting back to personal relationships, we can disagree because we honor one another with a higher vibration, which is... We have the love. And if we can proceed that way, even with people we don't really know, if we can say you're part of the human, because you've said, Erica, and maybe you could talk about it again how we all want the same things.
0: Yeah, like we all want the same thing, right? We all want to be happy. We all want to be fulfilled. We want to feel safe. And then we want to feel free enough to say anything you want, you know. when we feel like we always have to walking on the eggshells and then because we are worried about what other people think or stuff like that we can't really say anything any anymore I and mean, then we're gonna start being fake you know one yeah. thing you know people kind of thought what makes america different from other countries was people aren't afraid of expressing their opinions not anymore now they are too politically correct i don't know what's happened to our country but you know people used to be you know very they don't care that's your my opinion i'm going to say that you know that's very attractive in a way because you are very confident in yourself right and then the other okay. person have their own opinion and they say the opinion and that's different from you but that makes um new point of view by talking with each other you can see new perspective or something can born out of it you know you're not going to be stuck and stagnant into narrow-minded thinking because everybody's thinking in the same way we are not a robot you know so in order for us to grow as human beings it's very important to celebrate the different point of view different point of you know, different religion, you know, it's not like my religion is better than yours. I mean, you and I no longer believe in organized religion, but, you know, for example, it's not like who is better than, or which race is better than, it's not like that, you know, difference, yeah. being the difference makes us as a special species, even in different galaxies, we don't have uh, so many different Races in one planet, you know, everybody often do look very similar, like fraternal twins, and then you do think the same way because we are a collective consciousness. And then, well, that's fine, higher frequency beings. But what fascinating about Earth is so much different things jumped into one one planet, you know, so much difference, and. Then, How can we come into harmony? That's what Ascension is all about.
1: Well, you know, I wanted to mention, um, if you open up to, okay, say there's this group of people that are, you know, like skinhead types, for example, right? Mm -hmm. The people that are maybe neo-Nazis and don't like people of color, you Mm -hmm. know, just since we're talking about diversity, fear about a group like that um i think it just brings about like a a balancing behavior that makes them more wound up and it proves their point you know what i'm saying when the opposing sides so to speak keep going at each other it's almost like they're proving their point see i told you you can't trust them because they did this well then They responded this way, and now they're going, I can't trust them because look what they just did. And it's like a snowball, and it just keeps getting more and more big, the conflict. Whereas I think if we could at least listen a little bit to the points that others are making, even as possibly abhorrent as they may feel at the time, get an understanding of where that mindset came from, then... Maybe further discussion can happen about how to bridge this, the the distance. But yeah, ignorance you know. ignorance of the other side does not make a situation better, and and pushing down the information that comes from the other side doesn't make it better. I think it adds fuel to the conflict. Where no, so I'm not saying I'm going to go hang out, you know, like I'm going to listen, and now I'm going to go hang out and go to a meeting we can choose who we put into our direct path but being willing to be open to hearing okay and maybe disseminating why do they think the way they do what experiences may have caused them to feel this way it's just like i can't in this lifetime understand what it was like to be a slave or have any family members that were slaves but if i listen to my friends that have or other people you know in the community who have ancestors that were slaves and see how that consciousness gets passed down through the generations so yes this person that's currently living has never been a slave but it's a consciousness that gets passed down from the generations into a belief system for the person now this is why they carried it over, yeah. And yeah, and it's fear, and it's and it's all kinds of things. It's pain that's come down through the generations. So, like, if I can start wrapping my mind around where their thoughts may have come from, and have a little bit of empathy that if I was raised that way, maybe I would think that way too, yeah. then we we start to bridge. And and that's what I think diversity, you know, um, embracing diversity is. It's, it's like open our ears a little bit, open our minds, be a little bit more em- empathetic, have, have some compassion for others who have different experiences than we have.
0: Yeah, because and, we are all programmed since we are a child. So yeah. You know up to age seven we're very like sponge so whatever our parents teach us you know if you grow up in you neo-nazi know, household they're going to teach you about that concept and then you totally believe in that yeah so you know i'm not saying like uh, one is better than the other but we're just using that as an example so You know, even you and I are not, like, escaping from this programming if we were in their shoes, right? So we are not, like, saying, okay, we agree on their concept or something. But let's say, you know, if we are started to interacting with each other as a human being, you know, and then we can come up with some common ground as humans, you know, and then once we started interacting, we can find something together.
1: My, my goals in my life have always been to prove them wrong about me. And what I mean about that is, okay, um, I've encountered many people in my life of uh, a different color than myself that have just kind of looked at me and thought, oh white girl and possibly even a fluent white girl because of the way i speak not that that's the case but you know there may be some generalizations a person could judge about me just by my outer appearance and how i speak and my goal has been for many years to prove them wrong okay you know whatever color my skin is it is i think it's more peach than white but whatever i digress um if my behavior is different than what they would expect you know like i'm just being heart to heart with people i i meet people where they are and i have conversations with people and i'm kind to people no matter what color their skin is so if i continue to do this and that's where my sphere of influence is i can be who i am and meet people as who I am then maybe we start to change mindsets so instead of getting angry and saying how dare you look at me and make judgments of me and this is what I had in my life see I find people doing this they're they're talking about well I'm not white privilege I I grew up poor and I this and I that so like I feel like we're we're still combating each other you know like we're trying to validate who we are and we're fighting these stereotypes because as a society, I don't know how we got this way, but it's just been so imposed on us to make judgments right off the bat, just by the face value of how somebody looks. So for me, I think the only way I can counter this is by proving them wrong, like sh- showing them that just because I am a white person and I have come from a you know a good background and I have an education and all that. It. It doesn't mean I'm judging you, and it doesn't mean that we can't have a conversation because, like you said, we share common desires in this world. We want to be loved. We want to be safe. We want to be happy. We want to be able to pursue our goals in life. We oh, want um, abandoned, too. <laughs> no, we don't want to be abandoned either, and we don't want to be judged and um i could never look at somebody and know what their story is until they tell me i've learned that and i guess that's all the years yeah. of being a social worker um coming out there but and also being in the army i mean the army's a very diverse group of people mm-hmm. and um you would think that they were of you know everybody that was you know that's in the military they have this group thinker some kind but no it's very diverse they're people from all many different religions and spiritualities and backgrounds and socioeconomic. Um, I mean, it really is a huge melting pot in the military. And so that what we learned really quickly is the only thing that mattered is we were all wearing the same uniform and we're all working for the same goals. And pretty quickly um, a lot of those gaps that would happen out in regular society like you're in basic training this just becomes all right how are we going to survive our drill sergeant or sergeants and but we got to do this together and we've got to be come together as a unit because if we don't that's when we're going to suffer
0: yeah and then you know i i bet the military people are uniting for the love of this country right that's a common ground everybody is having so we can use this concept as an American you know regardless of you know your family member might have seen a lot of different way from what you are seeing and then instead of feeling really stressed out about it having anxiety about it getting angry about it you know we can agree you know with each other as a different point of view because if we try to convince the
1: other person more and more we the resistance and, and if we hear them out it doesn't mean we change or say uh, I mean we might change yeah. God knows if we get another perspective we might go huh I never thought about it that way and yeah, that's, you know that's, that's great um, but just like being able to hear one another's perspective and i'm not saying we got to go into things ad nauseum but if i get a basic okay i got a good example that just popped into my head okay so if we're talking about example nude beaches Mm -hmm. right my point of view is i'm not really that into that sort of thing but yeah you know it's not my thing but that doesn't mean that if other people decide they want to go out and be nude on a beach together that there's anything wrong with that
0: yeah they can do that
1: so you know i had another example in mind but we have to be careful because of youtube but all i'm saying is that um who's right and who's wrong i don't know is it wrong to be nude on a beach is it wrong to want to wear the bathing suit does it really freaking matter i don't think so but if i can respect the other side and say, it's okay. I I don't have to go to the beach, but the fact that you have a nude beach and you have the right and the freedom to express that part of yourself on that nude beach, Mm -hmm. that's fine. See, it's all I'm saying. Exactly.
0: You can do what you want to do in your, you know, based on your belief, and then you feel really excited and happy about that. You can have that, right? It's not like okay, you're having a different opinion, let's smash you, or you're nudist person, let's arrest you. Like
1: oh, I know, it's, it's like crazy. That. Or or the fact that um that people would uh, you know take down a post on social media or anything else because people are talking about their nude beach or they're having a discussion about it, or they're giving facts about it. Honestly, really? We're going to shut them down and not allow them to speak with each other
0: within their own
1: group? I mean, why?
0: That's what makes, you know, used to how America was, you know, before everything. I don't know what's happened to this country, but (laughs) seriously, that's how made America a strong country, just because, you know, of course, we have to struggle to how to meet the differences in. Different kind of way, but people accepted each other's freedom. Like this can do their thing over there, you know, as long as we are not like.
1: Well, they're not forcing it on us.
0: You know, a drastically crazy thing, like, you know, uh, we're not going to have some kind of uh, serial killer village or something. You know, that's not acceptable <laughs> because that's universally not good. But whatever it is, you know, you know, do this or whatever, if they want, they feel this is right and that they, they want to express and that they want to put, you know, their enjoyable picture without showing everything. I mean, it shouldn't be any problem, right? And America used to be okay with that. So I feel like, You know, I can feel this way because especially I came from originally from the culture where you have to be the same as everybody else. And that's suffocating. Yeah. That's suffocating. Like, it's not the law is written. You have to be this way. But society expects you to be the same, having the same opinion, same point of view, be the same. What's if you're different? You know?
1: I don't think we can express our highest creati- creativity and um, the magnificence that we have within us, our own ability to create in life and to explore and to learn and to enjoy if everybody's being a mono society. If mm-hmm. if we're all the same, we're all wearing the same clothes, we're all talking about the same thing, not to mention how boring would that be? <laughs> But, you know, going back to the nude beach, you know, example, these people aren't coming to the other beaches and saying, you have to take your bathing suit off, are they? They're not. If they come to the beaches that are clothing Mm -hmm. mandatory, they're wearing clothing. They're not trying to impose it onto somebody else. And I think maybe this is linking into another important aspect, which is not only do we not need to be tied to other people's truths or proving our we're right you know we need to let go of that but then as long as what our opinion is isn't hurting somebody else Mm -hmm. then why do you need to shut me up
0: yeah that's true because you know thinking too much about what what other people think by using something is too i think form of control 100 percent for sure because that's like a psychological manipulation because we are free enough to say whatever we feel like. And then that was my point of view of love of this country. And then I'm so proud to be an American because you can be free. You can say anything you want, you know, and then you
1: used to be able to, we need to get back to it.
0: Not anymore, like it's politically correct thing happened some time, I don't know when it was, but that was starting to um, conforming people to be so careful about what you say. So then after all, you cannot say anything anymore to anybody. Then you always have to have a fake conversation with each other to not offend
1: anyone. And I don't think that's living.
0: That's not authentic.
1: That's not free that's not really living, and not only that the censorship I mean it's just gotten out of control you can't even talk about support of somebody or they'll take you off or if you talk about um, a study that doesn't agree with the the mainstream they'll take you off if you talk about even just an opinion about certain things and you put it on social media they'll ban you or they'll they'll punish you for so many days and if you don't get in line then they'll take your channel down I mean what the hell did I wake up in another country yeah it
0: seems like this is a totally different country from uh, where America used to be right um, yeah how, how how this country was strong it's nothing to do with how much weapon you we have not that it's about The core strength of this country is about the diversity. Core strength about this country is celebrate each other's differences. Core strength of this country is to accept the differences and then still be free about it. That made America stronger than any other country in the world. And then we're losing that. So, you know, even among family members, you know, how do we deal with the differences? That's what main topic we're going to talk about, because a lot of people are stressing over about those differences, you know, how how are you handling to come into the harmony with family member? Can you share something, Sue?
1: Yeah, I'll just say for myself, um, and I have both sons living with me now because of the schools. I live in New York and being... Uh, close down the university and the high school, they're home all the time. (laughs) And uh, so anyway, there's big differences in opinions on certain things uh, related to politics, related to spirituality. I mean, there's, we all have our own thing, including even me and my husband. So what we do is if we are going to Talk about something. Usually, it comes up with the boys. They're honestly, I hate to put boys and versus girls, but boys aren't as emotive as girls are in my in my family. But uh, if they are going to talk about something, obviously they're geared up about it. And so, um, (laughs) yeah, if they're going to talk at all, they're geared up about it. So I want to at least hear and understand, and that way I know where each one stands on the issues. And I may not agree, but I'm not going to be rude about it. I'm going to be respectful because after all, I love these people and I want them in my life. And so I will hold space. We call it holding space for someone. Um, I don't have to agree with what they're saying, but if I, if, especially if something's bothering them, you know, or they got geared up about something, I mean, how can I be there for them as a family member if I won't even hear what they have to say? So I, it's like um, it's like a compartmentalization where I can take my opinion about the issue and put it in a box, and let it stay in that box while I have this discussion because it isn't about me. It's about me hearing what this person I love is saying, or it needs, or it needs to talk about, or it needs to get off their chest, or whatever. So, and then I find that if I hear something that I just absolutely don't agree with, but I know that they are convinced of I'll just ask them to tell me more about it so I'm not trying to solve the problem for them um I'm just I'm giving them a space to speak about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then every once in a while when I feel like it's safe to do so, I might throw in a well what if this were the case you know have you have you considered that maybe it isn't this could it be this but it in my opinion that's a, a respectful way of saying it. it's like a suggestion right take yeah. it or leave it they might go oh no you're full of crap it, it doesn't have anything to do with that okay then i know where they're at but it, you know i can try to sneak something in there in a very respectful way say have you considered this side of things but in all all in all it's a respectful conversation
0: yeah because if I, i'm sure way of bringing up the differences
1: Yeah. And and after all, my main goal in the whole thing is I want these people in my life and I want to communicate with them and I want them to talk to me, especially if they're struggling with something. They're not going to do that if I hammer them with my opinion or what my truth is or judgment on what their belief is.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that's not, that's not, conducive that kind of behavior of like this fighting back and forth and who's right and who's wrong it's really not solving anything it's not helping the relationship um yeah I how mean, about you what What I do you her,
0: i have a my mother is a very difficult person to deal with so she uh she's very judgmental and stuff like that so i did learn um you know, of course, she doesn't stop talking, so I didn't have to listen what she has to say, and then yeah. she is trying to make me convert. You know, me into her, whatever. So I listen, and then I said, "Well, my point of view is this." So I just drop my truth, and then you know, conversation is over. Over, you know. So I'm not trying to convince or anything, but I stand my truth and my where i'm coming at and then you know if she doesn't agree with it too bad i don't care you know i um, but we are still like family member it's not like i'm gonna stop talking to her you know <laughs> yeah. and we are fine with it i mean she she, she eventually comes to a conclusion like uh, well i can't convince her but i'm not gonna stop talking about my opinion
1: you know yeah well you know and I think what you're saying is you're not attached to her changing her mind but you're going to also stand up with courage and speak your truth that takes courage well she speak our truth
0: she was trying to change me but you know I can't I mean I have my, my opinion and then she's very old so i i don't really think she'll change and she wants to change you know when she does something to you know her partner and then it's obviously not great that's not how i handle in the situation then if she is clueless about it i give her a tip about how she can improve here and there you know but (laughs) that's about it you know whether she's going to take my opinion or not is her choice you know
1: I think speaking about that let's talk about boundaries a little bit and what popped into my mind is um you know I made it sound like we can talk about everything in my household that is not true (laughs) even though even though I want to okay I want it to be an open dialogue but when I when one of my kids says they put their hands up, I don't want to talk about that. Or let's, oh, they give me the face and they say, let's just not talk about that. Uh-huh. They're putting, they're they're giving us a boundary when they're communicating to me a boundary, which is I, I just I, I I know we don't agree on this and I don't even want to discuss it. Let's talk about something else instead. What
0: so that seems.
1: That sounds like avoidance and whatnot, but I think it's also respectful for me to say, okay, I hear your boundary, and and it's okay if you don't want to talk about it. Let's let's do talk about something else. Where do we meet on common ground? And I think for other people, this might be helpful because have you ever been in a room with that? And I think you're kind of talking about that with your mom. You ever been in a room with that person that just will not drop the topic because they just want to get their point across and all that? Right, I walk away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, if we want to avoid the walk away syndrome, or the I don't talk to you anymore syndrome, or geez, I'm avoiding getting getting together with you at Christmas or whatever holiday syndrome, we have to pick up on the boundaries that are being set. If another person that you care about says, "I don't want to talk about that," I think that's our cue to say, "Okay." what do you want to talk about because Uh if we stop pushing our agenda because that's all that is when someone really wants to hammer something home they're pushing an agenda and and the base behind that is I'm trying to change you like you were saying with your mother and I I experienced that too so believe me I got the (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt this is how I learned how to set boundaries you know and how to respect other people's boundaries but I mean Embracing diversity is not just I accept everything that you're saying, you know, I accept everything that you're saying is your truth. I accept that my truth is true too. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about it where we can. If somebody's putting up a boundary, let's hear the boundary. Let's not ignore it and keep pushing our truth. Yeah, that's 5D consciousness because truth
0: are not only one, so as the timelines. So, you know, this is only this way and that way. That's a very lower vibrational frequency because higher, you know, vibrational society, they are very inclusive.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, you can be yeah. you, I can be me, you know.
1: And I think that's also called unconditional love. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When you can accept a person exactly the way they are and you want them in your life, you know, you respect them for exactly who they are. I think that's loving a person unconditionally, whether you choose to be with them or not. Yeah. And that's a great
0: idea for, you know, for your own sake to reduce your anxiety and the stress. um, Yeah by being with a family member or a loved one who is totally different from you. I mean, if that's a relationship like marriage, you can end that, you know, if you want to. But it's very difficult to cut the tie from your blood family, you know? Like you, you somewhat have to deal with your blood family whether you like it or not, you know? And then we have to gain or learn our skills, how to deal with someone who is totally different from
1: you, you know? And I would say, um, you know, if it, and Matt Kahn says this, you know who Matt Kahn is, right? And I agree with him 100%. If if it's a situation where it is a family member and it you're in an abusive relationship, there in any way, any kind of abuse, it's okay to walk away from that. Yeah. You know, emotional abuse, physical abuse, all that. Because, you know, just because they have our blood running through us doesn't mean we have to take that. Um, but I agree with you. It is, it is harder for us as a social construct to walk away from family members. And so I think these coping mechanisms that we've been talking about and these ways of opening up and listening and respecting one another, having, having enough respect for each other to say, you know, I hear I hear your boundary. I hear you don't want to talk and you may not say it out loud, but you know, you're recognizing that they're putting up a boundary and say, okay, next subject. Let's talk about something else. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about something that we can have a discussion about where we're not super uncomfortable. So respecting each other, you know, that's what keeps families from telling each other all to F off is is, you know, when we can start being respectful of our differences rather than focusing on it. I think yeah. the big rows, the big fights, the fallouts, I think they'll stop if people can start being willing to listen to other opinions, stop being tied to being right all the time and respecting each other's boundaries
0: yeah, as human that, beings. That comes from, uh, you know, you got to be emotionally mature and also you know, in a way, you gotta be healed, you're wounded in a child and other stuff in order to get that point. you know some people are too wounded so they can stop manipulating the other person you know to to do exactly what you want to do you know so but we're just talking about in general how we can find our peace within the differences, so how can we accept um someone who who we kind of like uh, decided to have a distance, and then if the person wanna come back to your life, how how can we come into like a peace and a harmony within yourself? You know, how can we do that?
1: Um. Well, I my opinion is that. Especially if there's a long history and uh, there's been a separation and now we're coming back, we want to come back together. I think that we have to stop looking backwards and trying to sort it all out, especially if it's years and years of history. Um, And I think we have to start with where we are now, what we agree on, which is we care about each other or we love each other enough, we want to come back together and fresh slate start new yeah that's very good
0: and then that's not only um that concept it always can apply not just family member but the relationship too you know if both of you agree to reunite with each other and start new it's very important to let go of any kind of expectations, including negative ones, like he's always that way, he's always acting that way, or she's always, you know, this way or that way. We have to let that thing go, Um, maybe including going through the healings and stuff. So you have a zero expectation of this person, and then you can start to inflate. Yeah,
1: because people can change a lot you know, they can do, make a sudden change Mm -hmm. because they've had an aha light bulb moment in their life, something very pivotal that made them change basically everything, who they are, how they think, how they behave. And people can gradually change over time. So, I mean, if you've been away from this person for a year or two or whatever, or even a couple of months, um, you may be actually coming together with a very different person
0: mm-hmm. than the
1: one that you left behind, you know, back there. So like you said, Erica, making assumptions about how they're going to be is probably not the best strategy for starting new.
0: Yeah, that's a self-limitation and blocks. And then also probably coming from wound as well. Um. If any of you guys are experiencing something like that in relationships or family, you know, situation, Sue and I are here to help you guys to go through these wounds.
1: Yeah. Hey, do you know that Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes? Yeah. Yes, I like, yeah, okay. (laughs) So I'm sure a lot of people have heard that song. You know what always amazes me every time I hear it is... um, They've been together a long time. They've been together too long, he said, Uh more than, more than once. They both got bored with each other. (laughs) So they, so they put ads in the paper to meet somebody new. They're going to escape, right? Uh And then when they meet up in the bar and they realize it's one another and they go, wait a minute, I didn't even know you liked pina coladas. I didn't know you liked getting caught in the rain. And I didn't know you liked uh, moonlit walks on the beach. What the hell have you two been talking about all this time? How could you be sick of each other when you don't even know what each other likes to drink? Mm-hmm. So I'm making a joke because I want to say this. There's always more to know about a, another person. Yeah. And And um, no matter how long you've been together.
0: Yeah. And then also, you know, um, it's very... Important to find out, you know. It's not like sometimes the time you need to close certain chapters in your life, and then you know dragging on to certain situation is not helpful for soul growth. But sometimes, you know, um, universe is gonna keep you keep you bringing back to the same person. Like, okay, that's not that's not like you're supposed to be ending with this person. And then that's something like indication that you got to find a new way to work with a person with new sleep, you know? Yeah. Um, So any last tips you can give to our audience?
1: Uh, Just what Einstein used to say, if you keep attacking the, the problem in the same way and expecting a different outcome i don't know i think he called that the definition of stupidity but i don't like judgmental terms like that i'll just say you know try a different way why not yeah because then, if you're still attracted to this person and you still want them in your life that just means you need to try it another way mm-hmm. if you want it to make if you want to make it work
0: yeah and then you know as a relationship coach, I can see that. In order for you know all of us to start seeing a new perspective, all this healing, all this uh, you know regressions, all this stuff is very helpful. You know, so we are dropping off certain programs, or beliefs, or limitations, and the ones that dropped off from ours, we can totally see it in broader perspective. So, you know, it's very important to do something about it within you before you expect the other person to change as well. You know, like a lot of people are saying, oh, he doesn't change. She doesn't change. He's a problem. She's a problem. I don't have a problem. I work myself long enough. Often the case, that is not, the, you know, case. Of course, you thought it worked a lot, but there are always something within your subconscious mind or the soul memory, something you know you could improve yourself about. Just some programming or some beliefs or, or some wound you can remove from yourself, which you couldn't have any access with. What do you think, Sue? We meet those clients all the time.
1: Totally. And, um, I always say if uh an individual is looking to change another then they have not done the work for themselves. So the only one we can ever change in our whole lives is ourselves and we're the only ones that have the power to do that. Yeah. So if I encounter someone who is saying what you talked about like oh you know, this person has the problem, and it's not me, and I automatically know they're in victim mentality. So I try to bring it constantly back to the individual and say, okay, you know, establish where they're at and what they need to work at within themselves. And why do they have a desire to change somebody else? Yeah, we can't, you know,
0: (laughs) that's another thing about today's topic, like, you know, embracing diversity, you know. And that's what makes your life beautiful. And then if your partner is exactly the same as you, it's too boring to be with.
1: Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. Uh-huh. I agree.
0: Yeah. So next week, we're going to talk about the more topics. And then I, you know, Sue and I are looking forward to talking with you next week. Thank
1: you oh, so much. Yeah, one other thing. If... If you guys have anything that you want to ask us um, to talk about, leave it in the comments, okay? Oh, yeah. Please do that because we want to,
0: whatever the topic you want us to talk about too, please. So please subscribe, like, share, and then we see you guys next Friday. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. So we see you guys next week. Bye.